Hi guys, it's Anna and Charlotte from Ace Chats and today we have a very special guest with us, Rebecca. Rebecca is a transformer who's lost a substantial amount of weight being on our programme and we want to discuss her experiences on the programme. Hi Rebecca, welcome. <laughs> Hi Anna and Charlotte. You don't need to be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started. You obviously joined Ace Transform. How long ago was it now? Um, I joined in December. Okay, um, so we're now... So we're now six months. Six nearly, months in. Nearly. Yes, yeah. that's right. You're almost yeah. at the end of your second yeah. intake. And just before we start, how much weight have you lost? So I've lost just over nine kilos. That's amazing. Can um, we just put that into perspective? Because you're not no. incredibly tall. No. <laughs> um, so, oh my God, I don't know what percentage it is. No, don't worry about the percentage, but... Rebecca is just I'm, under I'm, five I'm foot. I'm under five foot. I'm, yeah. I'm under five so foot. So to put that into perspective. I'm probably the smallest person anyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> but with the biggest heart and the big personality. So. Um, right, so why did you join Ace Transform? Let's start there. Okay, so um, as with everyone else, been through COVID. Um, I was working uh, away from home during COVID. It wasn't as though I was working from home, but none of my regular clothes fit. I was starting to feel very middle-aged. I was almost resigned to the fact that my shape was on an upward spiral. And I, I, I sort of thought that my body change was a given. And um, then I saw a photo of myself with friends because we don't see ourself with That's other true. people. Um, and I, I just felt disgusting. I felt disgusted with myself. So I actually contacted you, Anna. Yeah. And I started training with you and I said, right, I need to lose nine kilos in seven weeks. Yes. And you said to me... I think you said originally six kilos. Or something, six something, something like that. And I thought, that's perfectly reasonable. And you said to me, Rebecca, it's not reasonable. And I just thought, why not? I'll be focused. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, so I started training with you. Yeah. Um, and I started dieting on my own. And obviously it didn't work. Um, and although I sort of tried to almost starve myself, um, it, it didn't work. And um, I, I also felt that I had low energy. Um, and so having got to a stage where I trusted you because you were training me, I decided to jump in it's, in December. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because we often get people saying, I've got to lose this much by this date. And they also think that dieting has to be a heavily restricted um, thing where it's all or nothing so if I'm going to diet I'm basically going to starve myself and it never works it never ever works because you end up um, either sort of screwing up again and again and again because exactly. um, it's just impossible it's not sustainable um, but you also end up putting the weight on quite quickly if you do manage to lose a substantial amount of yeah. weight in a Hindsight is a great thing, and in retrospect, I realised I, I did myself a disservice in not starting earlier. Um, yeah. All right. Okay, and um, obviously on the Transform, and people will know this from our last podcast, if you've listened, that uh, we give people a calorie target to um, work towards. Um, and considering your size and weight, you're not a, you know, a, a very large person, you didn't have very many calories. Yes. <laughs> So how did you find tracking calories? So I must admit, when the pack arrived and I saw the amount of calories I had and I realised how I was going to portion that, I just thought, oh my God, this is, this is just impossible. I think I even said it. Like, how am I going to do this? Um, and I'm not lying, the first few days were really challenging. And I, I, I almost felt like I was starving for a few days. 
And then you get used to it. And since then, it's been absolutely fine. It's not a challenge at all. Literally, I would give it a couple of days. Um, and I, in fact, have found that rather than being rigid, it gives me a control and a measure. It's not restrictive. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's good. I think you also worked out quite early on about the idea of volume. So filling your plates with lovely, nutritious vegetables and really getting the most out of your calories because when you don't have many to spare you cannot yeah. afford to go with sort of high calorie proteins yeah and um, you really have to work out which ones are the lean ones yeah. and uh, and your plates of food always looked beautiful. you know plentiful well not in the beginning i remember you charlotte right to yeah. me. so we we all have in our head what we think yeah. is healthy and we think oh we're, we're eating healthily and i like very proudly sent you a photo of my food and you said to me there's a lot of hummus on your plate right i was like <laughs> really is there i don't know i just thought that's like a normal but normal normal amount of hummus and you told me to go and work out how many yeah. calories that was because i just thought Oh, it's two spoons. Yeah. You know, so I weighed it and I was like, that is such a waste. Yeah, so, you start yeah, working yeah, it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. It's something our transformers learn a lot is the high fat foods, hummus, peanut butter, tahini, yes. the actually yes. mayonnaise, the spoon measurements yeah. are not as accurate as getting it on a scale. Yeah. Okay, so navigating my fitness pal, obviously the beginning is a bit of a, um, it messes with your, it doesn't mess with your head, but it's complicated yeah. to begin with. Yeah. So how did you find navigating um, it? So uh, like everything new, I needed to play with it. Um, after a couple of days, I think it was pretty easy to navigate and get around. I'm sure there are parts of it that I don't know how to use. Um, you showed me the other day how to look at how much protein yes, and fat total and, protein. And, and carbs. Macronutrients, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, it, it's, it's fine. It's, it's a new toy. Did you, um, <laughs> did you find um, putting a recipe in quite straightforward? So I've only done that once. Okay. Um, just because I, I, did, I did find it a little bit of a faff, but it, okay. actually it's not that complicated. It's just the time. Um, it's one of those things that um, you just need to spend like five, ten minutes yeah, doing. And yeah. once you've done it, yeah. it's in there. Once you, exactly. And especially a recipe that you use possibly weekly. Yeah, yeah. If it's in there, then it becomes very quick and easy to then um, track it yeah, yeah. Um, next time. Yeah, you can even use a URL and just copy and paste it into my fitness pad and it just... Yeah. I'll show you how to do okay. that. It's very okay. cool. Okay. I always, <laughs> I always liken it to um, you know online supermarket shopping. So like the first time you have to yeah, do a new shop on a, a good, new supermarket, it takes comparison. ages. And then you know once you've got all your favourites in there, you can spend two hundred pounds in about three minutes flat. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I it's true. liken it to. The app you've is... got to just put in the effort yeah. in the first week or yeah. two, and then it becomes really easy. It's intuitive. The app it sort of knows what you're having regularly, and it picks it up. So when yeah. you start putting in your regular breakfast, yeah. it says, "Did you have yeah. yesterday's breakfast?" Or, or when it I forget, coming it tells out. me, "Yeah, you haven't looked. You haven't looked." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you feel like we helped you? use the because we come across loads of people who say i've used my fitness pal and then when we actually show them how to use it they say oh you know i wasn't using it like that do you think in terms of finding the right entries to use in terms of yeah I just think navigating so. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i think so okay yeah. also all the features like the barcode scanner 
Um, I don't need that. Really? Oh my goodness, Rebecca, you have to start. Okay, but that's cool. Yeah, that makes life really, really easy. Anything with a barcode, even a fruit and veg that comes in a packet. Right. You can scan. Okay. The item comes out. You do have to double check because occasionally it's um, off, but you just change the quantity. And it's nice when you have supermarket things because they will come with it. Okay, something you need to try. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, so tell us a little more about actually being on the program itself, um, the support, the accountability, and, and just being in the WhatsApp group. Okay. So I really like being held accountable. Um, and that was great both from both of you and also the rest of the group. Um, and I'm, I'm the type of person that likes a bit of competition. So um, initially, I think I took it a little bit too far, like I wanted to be the one that got the most steps. And as time went on, I realised, okay, this is just stupid, I don't really need to be doing more than 20,000 steps a day. (laughs) And as long as I've done 10,000, that's fine. Um, uh, But it's given me control. And actually, it's the opposite of what I thought it would end up being. So I was really, I was, I kept saying, I, I need to find a, a better time to join because I won't have time to do it. Actually, it saved me time. Um, so the fact that I can plan my meals and that you can give me guidance as to where I'm going, it's, it's saving me time rather than yeah. uh, taking time away from my day. Okay. Um, in terms of the steps, I have to tell you that um, I get loads of steps today because I have two dogs to walk. And um, a few, was it about a week or two ago, I said to Charlotte, guess how many steps I'm on? And she said, I don't know, like 15,000, 20,000. I was like, 2,500. <laughs> and she said to me, oh, what's happened? And I said, well, actually, I didn't walk the dogs today. But you know what? I'm fine with it. Yeah. And that's, I think, the switch is when it's, I don't need to, if yeah. I can't do it, I'm not going to drive myself mad and then being okay with it because yeah. life gets in the way and the whole 100%. thing about our program is it's, it's, we want people, you know, it's sustainable. We want people to be able to live and know that sometimes things get in the way and, um, you know, you can still. And also we're not going to berate. We're not yeah. going to berate you if you didn't get your steps because you had a crazy busy day yeah. because life, like Anna says, is super busy. Yeah. And also finding that, um, being comfortable with the, imperfect perfection yeah and that there will be you know days that the diet isn't brilliant and the food isn't brilliant and things are out of your control but actually you're cool with it and you know that as long as you're consistent things will be fine that's great being on the group because you almost find that people are apologetic oh like oh dear I did this today or I didn't do enough steps or I've eaten some chocolate and then when you hear someone else be apologetic about what you would be apologetic about yourself. You just want to say to them, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Why are you apologizing for it? But when you you then think, actually, I think the same way too as them. And now my reaction to you is, you know, don't worry about it. Then my reaction to myself should be, don't worry about it. That's a a huge mindset sort of shift, I think. And, um, you know, our program, we are so focused on not just the diet itself, but being able to take it forward. So making the behavioral changes and the mindset shifts and new habits. um, I mean, I can't imagine that you'll ever stop walking. No, (laughs) I really really, can't imagine. That's what I, I was so worried about how I would fit it in. And I thought, you know, I just don't have time in my day. Actually, it doesn't take that long Uh to do 10,000 steps. 
I really enjoy it. Yeah, well, I like all the added benefits. Forget even yeah. the fact that you're expending more energy. Yeah. But think how it's changed your life in terms of having a little bit of time for yourself. I mean, 100%. you can tell us. 100%. So either like, I, you know, walking with a friend or with my husband or walking by myself and listening to a podcast. It's just actually my treat of the day. Mm-hmm. And um, something else I just wanted to say. So I listened to a podcast. I think it was uh, Ron Rongan. Was it Ron Yes, Chatterjee? Chatterjee, yeah. He said, or he interviewed someone that said, um, people like hanker over their holiday you know, they can't wait for their holiday. They work really hard and they're really busy, da, 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 and they, they're waiting for their holiday of maybe a week or two weeks for the whole year. And we should all take a little bit of a holiday every single day. We shouldn't work the whole year for two weeks in the year. So that I love 10K that. is yeah. like my little holiday for the day. Yeah, um, I love that. When you're walking with someone, you can talk to them. There's no other distractions. There's no washing machine or dishwasher to unload. There's no one coming saying, Mummy, I need mm-hmm. this. Can you do this for me? Um, yeah, or when you want to walk by, your own, by yourself. It's just a bit of peace and quiet. Yeah, and I think you discovered, just like I did when I started walking. I mean, I've not had dogs forever, but when I started walking dogs I discovered podcasts and yeah. it just fills your mind with information yeah. and knowledge and different days I'm in different moods and what different podcasts yeah, it's, and it's it's a great thing it really does do. open your world up totally so I wanted um well I was going to say what has been the biggest challenge for you so far okay so um probably keeping to a schedule when I'm not at home so if I'm away um, but then coming to a realisation that actually it's okay to have a holiday and not be as strict uh-huh. with myself as I was would be at home. Um, uh, steps was a challenge, but I have actually saw that that wasn't actually a yeah. challenge and I've learned to love it. Um, uh, and also working from home. So when I work from home, I find that my eating was slipping because yeah. the kitchen is just so accessible. When I'm at work, I take my food with me for the day and that's it. I can't, there's nothing else to nibble on. Um, so I try and not to work in my kitchen so that I can't just reach out for something every time I'm feeling slightly peckish. Um, and also prepare what it is so that the, my fitness pal is great in that. Uh, so I know that's what I've allocated myself and I'm just going to wait until, you know, the next meal to have my next. Yeah. Do you, oh, sorry, oh, I was going to say, question. do you have like a structure to your timings, especially when you're yeah. at home, yeah. of when you allow yourself to have, allow yourself, yeah. or when you, you know, have your meals, etc. Yeah, yeah, I'm a very boring creature of habit. <laughs> and that's, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So breakfast at a certain time, always eat breakfast. I'm not a type of person that I can't manage without my breakfast. Always lunch around a certain time, unless I'm really, you know, I've got a meeting or pushed for something and dinner reasonably. It's a nice way to do it because, you know, if you have your lunch at one o'clock and it's 12.15 and you're feeling hungry, it's, it's, and if you say to yourself, oh, I'll just wait half an hour, yeah. I'm going to drink a drink, I'm just going to see if I can keep going for half an hour. And once you get sort of quarter to one and you can start preparing your lunch, yeah. um, it just means you have that little bit of structure um, in your day. You do occasionally feel hungry when you're dieting, you know, there are periods, but, you know, drinking, it doesn't mean that you have to respond in a, you know, eating. And of course, if you want lunch at 12.15, it's not, a, it's not an issue at all. Yeah, and do you have... 
any um, advice or tools um, that you can give like you know future transformers as when you are riding a hunger wave so we often say you know try and ride the wave um, what what do you do to help you so um, I think one of my biggest downfalls before joining ACE is I'd get home from work and I'd be starving. So I'd, I'd take, like, I'd have a sort of healthy-ish breakfast, healthy-ish lunch, get home from work, be starving, and then raid the cupboard and I'd wreck everything yeah. that I'd put into place for the rest of the day, you know, by having anything that I could easily get my hands on, like dried mango or nuts or... And before I, you know, I, I didn't think about how many calories I was putting in my mouth as a snack. I was probably loading myself with more than dinner. Yeah. So now um, I, I always have a Greek yogurt with whey protein as a snack in the afternoon. And I love it. It's it tastes young, really nice. It's our favourite. It yeah. tastes really nice. And I know it can take me seconds to prepare. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the hunger scale there. You know, if you imagine hunger's on a scale of zero to 10, when you're at the eight, nine, 10, you can't see straight. No. You know, you inhale, you will jump, and you can't, you don't even taste it. It's like, it's, it's, you inhale it, and before you know it, it's gone. Whereas if you eat when you're six or seven on the hunger scale, you're in so much more control. And basically, that's exactly what you've done. You've brought your hunger scale down a little bit, then you can prepare for supper under full control yeah. and knowledge of... Yeah. It's a, it's a clever um, tactic that we... But also well, having a quick go-to that works. Yeah. You know, and we always um, say that on the groups. It's try and find those few things that will stop you from raiding. Exactly. If you know that in two minutes you can prepare your kind of, you know, Greek yoghurt and whey protein. Yeah. Um, and having those also having quick meals as well so you know we often say even if it is just a load of cottage cheese and rice cakes if if you've not got a lot of time to have you know a couple of those types of go-to lunches that you know will work that you'll be able to stay within your calories um is also really important do you have any go-to yeah. um the lunches? other well i think everyone is also different so uh, i was trying with these little um, rice cakes that come in individual packets uh, uh, that have chocolate coating on them. Yeah. You, can, and you can say the brand. We might Halo. get some sponsorship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you like pronounce it? it? Yeah. Um, and, and they're very delicious. So I wasn't stopping at one pack, which yeah. was problematic. So you want to... I found that I, I wanted to choose myself something where I knew I could stop at that. Another thing would be, so if I was having rice cakes, rather than having rice cakes just out of the packet to take two out close it put the pack back in the cupboards even yeah. at lunchtime the same thing put it back in the cupboard so it's i know that's what i'm having and that's it yeah, yeah. um otherwise i will just keep going yeah. yeah and it's about knowing yourself that's the biggest tool that you can have is knowing yourself and sort of trying different things out so obviously um our transformers join a whatsapp group and in the group everyone will be trying different things out and you know, um, Charlotte's not a breakfast eater, and I used to sometimes be like, well, I could probably go to lunch without breakfast. And then I'd get to lunch, and I'd be so starving. I'd eat more than if I'd just eaten breakfast and lunch. So now I know, just like you, I have yeah. to have breakfast. It's a non-negotiable. You know, and it's really working out what works for you, which might not work for someone else. Correct. Um, which is such a... Um, it's interesting, because I'd rather keep my breakfast either sometimes for after dinner... As in, I will have it as dessert. So if it was yogurt and whey protein, um, I like to feel quite stuffed from dinner. 
And so sometimes I'll have like a, a smaller dinner and have and include that as a dessert so that I'm like like really nice and full. And I'm quite happy because I work all morning with clients. I'm really happy to go through the morning without food. So it is, it's interesting. interesting. And I feel like if I finish supper and I've got two, three hundred calories spare, I don't know what to do with them. I feel like it's, I've got, you know, I can't quite work out if I should then just go and eat ice cream because I can. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's yeah. really interesting. We're I, all so different. I think that's what's so great about the programme. Yeah. Is that you don't tell us we have to eat this for breakfast, we have to eat this for lunch, and we have to eat this for dinner. It's things we have chosen to eat. So of course we're going to like it because we've chosen yeah. that. Um, and so that's why it feels as though once you've gotten the hang of it and, you, and, you know, I got to log my, my meals on and, and I'm also, I repeat things. I, you know, mm. my kids complain to me, but I, we have the same thing on a Monday every week, same thing on a Tuesday every week and so on. Um, so, um, once you get in the hang of it, um, you realize that it's, it's actually not that difficult. Yeah. And I think most people as, as humans, we don't tend to eat too many different meals, as I was saying before. Um, I know me and Charlotte basically have the same breakfast, lunches most days, and then vary it at dinner. Um, but actually, it's a massive tool. You know, people think that your body gets bored of it, but it doesn't. Yeah. You know, you, so long as you carry on eating in that deficit and, you know, the high-protein meals, um, yeah, your body doesn't mind at all. So it's a useful tool. It's not, not something to sort of be like, I'm really boring. It's actually... A, helpful in this journey it's really helpful and also can you imagine if you were like trying to create you know every night something completely different most of us are too busy yeah yeah you know my kids as well we also have the same like five six meals you know on rotation because it's I know what I'm doing it's quick and easy I've got like half an hour to prepare dinner that's it if it's not going to you know if it's going to take longer than that then forget it Incidentally, we didn't do a proper introduction at the beginning, but I think it's, um, you should all know that Rebecca works really hard and <laughs> you've got three teenage, well, one's not even a teenager yeah, anymore. one's 21. Kids, and she is juggling a lot, right? Right. <laughs> I just wanted to put it out there because I think some people think that it's easy for some people because they've got lots of free time. You, uh, you know, you have a full on busy life. Um, I want to ask you about the mindset changes that we discussed before. Sort of what's changed the most for you? Um, you know, um, behavioural changes, mindset changes. I remember when you were on the first round of the transformation, you did something great um, over the weekend. You'd bought individual desserts right. just for I you. Still You're that. still doing that? I still Tell do us that. About I do that. it for everyone, actually. I love I that. I do it for everyone in the family. So, for, so that's another big thing, is to realise that... Um, you know, on other diets, in inverted commas, I would res- have restricted myself, you know, no chocolate or no cakes or no challah or no something else. Yeah. And then literally the minute then you taste it, then that's it. It's gone. <laughs> um, you've lost it. So um, I, I do allow myself to have a treat on Shabbat. I, I have learned that when it's a, you know, a birthday or an anniversary or a holiday, actually, it's a good thing to, Absolutely. to, to recognize it and, and do something, you know, and enjoy it. So, um, however, my downside is 
portion control. Okay. So with a chocolate cake in front of me, I could have the whole thing, slice by slice by slice. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> I could. I could. I probably could as well <laughs> if it was sitting there. And and it's the it's the little. It's a little slivers, very easy. Yeah, like, I'm not going to put it on my plate. I'm not. It's less than a millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> and before you know it, it's like oops, that was half a cake. <laughs> yeah. So I buy like individual portions where you. Uh, they're like almost like a tart shape and once you eat that you know that's yours so you can take half an hour to eat it if you like or you can eat it in one mouthful but that's your portion and I do that for everyone oh that's Shabbat. brilliant um, that really is nice yeah and also knowing that the weekend comes around every weekend yeah. Shabbat comes around every weekend yeah. there's no avoiding it exactly so it's a great tool exactly with regards to the busy thing I, I would like to say because I wish someone would have told me this at yeah. the time so I kept saying to you I'm going to do it but when I have a quiet time and that was a stupid thing I recognised because if I didn't wait for a quiet time in the end because I just got frustrated with myself but if I would have waited for a quiet time, it wouldn't have worked because my life isn't quiet. Yeah. It is busy. So my advice to anyone would be choose the busiest time because that way you know that it will work for you going long term. Yeah. Um, if it only works for you at a quiet time, it's not going to work in the long term. Yeah. It's just you're just going to mess yeah. up as soon as you get busy again. And I think there's no month that goes by that doesn't have a function, exactly. a holiday Park. book, exactly. a... There's exactly. always something. There's no three-month period. Exactly, exactly. Or, you know, hormones thrown in, you yeah. know, and you need something sweet. Or, yes, there's always going to be something. Or, or kids needing you for something. Or some other outside factor stressing you out. And um, there's always going to be something. It's just, it's utopian to think that yeah. there's going to be this quiet time and I'm going to be able to dedicate myself to it and that will be at that and I'll solve all yeah. my problems. Because... It won't happen, and and then life will go back, and then I, yeah. you know, that's it. Tet, tet, sorry, are you about no, to say on, something? Listen. I was just going to ask about sort of eating out, for example. So let's say you have a bamitza. Let's say you're going to a restaurant with your friends. Did you panic? What did you do? What approach did you take? So initially, I did panic. I found both of you really helpful. Like you're always available to answer my questions. So I'd say like, ah, what do I do? What do I eat? Um, what do I choose? So with restaurants, I've sent you menus before mm-hmm, yeah. and said what I was thinking of having. Um, and then also with functions, which I found a really good suggestion as well, is um, often before I joined ACE, I would go to a function and I would starve myself all day and then basically like a pig yeah. at the function um, <laughs> um but now so I think your advice was to have something like a an egg or something filling you know that is not um hugely calorific but so that I would go to the function not feeling like I've got to grab everything that there is yeah. because I am starving hungry um and also the problem with that is you have you get there and you know there's a waitress, yeah, or yeah. waitress, or no, but also standing there yeah. with like a glass of champagne. Yeah. And if you haven't eaten anything all day, and you have that glass of champagne, it goes straight to your head, and all of a sudden you're not necessarily drunk, but a little bit tipsy, and food control then becomes very difficult yeah. because you're somewhat not really focusing on what you're eating, feeling a little bit, yeah. um, kind of you know carefree, 
And um, if you've got something in your stomach, you're less likely from that one glass of champagne to like have that straight away feeling of a little bit drunk and faced with. <laughs> well, canopies which are food, often yeah. fried as well. Exactly. Um, and those are the first things after your glass of champagne, you're, yeah. you know, and, and canopies you have, you can't register. You, they just don't register. You eat them. And because you're not sitting down, and because you're not focused, and because you've got rid of your yeah, plate, you're off, you just, often chatting. But as you told well. me, you told me to take a plate. I've done yeah, this before. Go on. You told me to take a plate, mm-hmm. and uh, or like if you're at a buffet, yeah. you know, like the bowl food type function. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so to take a plate, put things on a plate, and once I finish that plate, that's it. Yeah. That's your plate. Yeah. So I uh, went to one recently, and uh, my husband said, "Why are you taking such a small plate? Take a large plate." I'm like, "No." I want to put my food on this size plate and that's going a to be great, it. <laughs> a great trick. It yeah. really is as adults. Like, when do we know when we're full? When our plate's yeah. finished? Yeah. So yeah. if your plate's massive or your plate's small. Exactly. And, you know, when we make ourselves dinner at home, we don't pile it high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With anything there is possibly, you know, that we can find in the fridge or, you know, yeah. in the cupboards. We put a normal size amount on our plate. Yeah. It's also really important to, um, before you start compiling a plate, is and, and a lot of people there's sometimes not pushing and shoving but it's busy but it's always good I always like to have a walk around the room first yeah, that's a good idea. have a look what's on offer that's a good idea and yeah. then decide yeah. right if there's you know fish in that corner and that fish looks pretty you know then I think maybe I'll just stick with that and maybe the chicken in that corner yeah it's when, you know, you start having, you know, the yeah. tacos and the this and the that that it all starts. Or you just go for sushi and, and just, you know, pick a few bits and whatever. That's how I like to do yeah. things and make that decision first. Okay. That's and then idea. get a plate and then you feel a bit more informed. That's a good idea. Yeah. Also, just seeing people pushing and shoving for oh, food is so... It, it's, it makes uncomfortable it's viewing well. and you yeah. sort of yeah. don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. You sort of do want to take that step back and just wait yeah. so you can get a proper good look. It's interesting. Um, but, but like we said, like life happens and exactly. it's just finding ways to um, not feel bad. Um, I was just going to say one other thing is, you know, we, we put you all in a calorie deficit. So every day people are around a 500 calorie deficit. Obviously, we look at people's individual circumstances. So some people might be in less, some people might be in more. And I always say to Charlotte this, if one day you have a bad day, and let's just say you overeat by three or 400 calories, you're still in that deficit. And especially over the course of the week, you're still created that deficit. So as soon as you can say, right, well, tonight I'm eating out. It's not ideal. I might have eaten more calories than I thought, but six out of seven days, I'm still going to remain in that deficit. The chances are you'll still make progress rather than slashing your tires and coming home from the restaurant and saying, well, I've screwed up today. Now I'm going to open the fridge, which is sort of quite uh, interesting and it's also having that realistic um mindset of okay i have maybe had a couple of days that i've eaten a bit more i might still lose weight it might just not be as much as last week when i was perfect every day yeah and um i think being i think that's what one of the things we really want to put across on the program is also trying to be realistic with your kind of with your actual weight loss goals but also realistic with yourself yeah. and looking, you know, when, when it comes to weigh-in day and you haven't lost weight, often it could be that literally just your body's, you know, like we said, playing with you in terms of hormones, water retention. But sometimes we know why, because we haven't properly tracked or, you know, so really kind of having a, a good look 
and um, knowing what um, you know where you've gone right and where you've gone wrong that week also um, hopefully really helps in terms of being a bit more realistic. How, yeah, how have you found it the weeks you lost, the weeks you maintained and the weeks you might have even put on because it does happen. It does you know happen, what has exactly. ha- what's changed in your mindset and in your So probably being part of the group is the most helpful in that because you see when people say, oh no, I've put on 0.1 of a kilogram this week. <laughs> like, you know, I want to say to them, that's 100 grams. Yes, it's probably <laughs> just what you ate last night. It's okay, it's 100 no. grams. Like, um, but I've done the same myself yeah. um, and, and been disappointed in myself. We're only human, so when it doesn't go down, we want it to go down, and when it doesn't go down, it's like, oh no, I'm, you know, I've, I'm a bad person, it should have gone down. But I think that it's probably taken me two rounds of ACE to realise that it doesn't matter. You know, it does go up and down a little bit. Sometimes it stays the same. Yeah. Miraculously, you know, how sometimes you can stand on the scale and it can stay the same for three weeks. Yeah. So um, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, does it motivate you to keep working really hard? Um, I would say that clothes fitting motivated me okay. the most, yeah. more than the scales. Yeah. The scales um, can mess with me. It can give me motivation, but I, I got most excited when I was able to fit in things that literally yeah. I was just keeping in my cupboard for nostalgia, you know, and I just thought I'm never, ever going to be able to wear this ever again. And then, you know, I think at some point in the first program, I thought, let me just try it. So I tried it and it looked indecent, but <laughs> like I could get it on, whereas before I wasn't even able to step into it. So, you know, and then bit by bit, managed to get into clothes that I hadn't worn for a long time. Amazing. So that, I think, gave yeah. me the most motivation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. And then we can kind of very nicely lead on to, you know, confidence and how, that, you know, how the lifestyle change and the um, results that you've seen has kind of changed the way you feel about yourself. Definitely, without a doubt, without a doubt. So, you know, I was, because it's, it's a vicious circle. So because I was feeling large, I was feeling low, I had less energy, I was feeling down. And the minute that you start thinking, actually, you know, I can fit in this now, you start feeling a little bit better, you're exercising better, um, you're eating better, which is making you have more energy. And, you know, it's, it's again, a vicious circle in a positive way. So um, for definite, for definite, it being on the program has given me a lot more confidence and also listening to everyone else on the group, you know, realizing actually, I also, you know, want to go to smachot and, or Shabbat meals and mm. be able to eat things and not feel guilty about it. And not, yeah. you know, not step on the scale one week, see it go up 0.1 or two and think, Oh, this is terrible. So yeah, it's, it's allowed I, me yeah. to see that that's okay. I remember you telling me that you rewarded yourself. So often we reward and we punish ourselves (laughs) with food. So if the results haven't gone one way, we punish ourselves by eating something that you might not have done on the program. And the same, if you've done really well, you go, right, well, I can have the chocolate now because I've lost weight this week. But you had some lovely ideas about rewarding yourself, which I love. And I use you as an example. My husband will be listening to this. No, um, so I rewarded myself with new gym clothes. Yeah. 
Um, I what else? Oh yes, Perfume. I got an Apple Apple Watch. Yes, yes that's yes, right. Yes, because yes, I needed it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfume. Yes, things that um, I I decided to reward myself with things that were nothing to do with calories. Um, when I got to certain points that I wanted to get to, uh, that made me feel like you know what I I deserve this. Yeah. I've achieved something. And yeah, that also made me just pick me up a little bit. But it's so great that you didn't choose the food route, which is what so many people do. And we see people do it with good results, bad results. You know, they pat themselves on the back with a, I don't know, a Gales, um, <laughs> you know, cinnamon bun. But actually, you know, finding, like we often say, even if it's not even buying an item of clothing, but finding an item of clothing in your wardrobe that now fits you and, you know, using that as your motivation um, is so much better than using food, which is what we've done and what we still do with our children. And (laughs) it's the kind of thing that we really need to, I try and get out the habit of saying to my kids, no, you can't have, you know, that because you didn't, when it comes to like, you know, an ice cream and actually we shouldn't be even, even if it is something like a treat, yeah. we shouldn't be so focused on that being, you yeah. know. So much of our life reward. revolves around food yeah. that it's difficult not to yes. do that sometimes, but yeah, it's taken, uh, it's taken me a yeah. journey. But yeah. it is a journey and it's not, like we said, it's not a quick fix. There's no time frame to lose weight. Correct. It is a journey and it's for life. So it's really worth doing well and, you know, putting in the effort. One thing we haven't uh, spoken about at all is the exercise component. I yeah. know you're an avid exerciser. Did you do any of the workouts, uh, the follow-along workouts? So that's probably what I used from ACE the least. But then everyone is different. 100%. Um, so everyone will gain what they want to gain mm-hmm. from ACE. Um, I'm lucky in that I've got the Maven and that Anna trains me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, I, I do that. And then two other days a week, I go to the gym to do an exercise class, which I love. I love being with other people. I love the competition. I love seeing everyone in the mirror and wanting to be able to do it, you know, right to the end without stopping. I love the fact that people say to me, gosh, you're carrying more weight than your yes. husband is on, on his back and I'm Rebecca, um, you, you um, squatted your body weight this week. So that is like such an achievement. That is amazing. It's, it's, it's huge. So, so uh, I, yeah, I, I love being, I know some people like exercising at home. I prefer being in the gym with, in an environment with other people. But I did use your exercise um, uh, video. videos in the winter, when I couldn't get out the house, I had uh, one of my kids had COVID, and then that was there were restrictions, or when it was snowing or something like that. Um, and I found them great. Yeah. But I am the type of person that it's just too easy for me to be distracted by kids or the washing machine dinging or the dishwasher or the bell going, and then you know you I'm need lost. to get out. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. That's okay. I think um, one more thing to finish off, um, and I think this is a really important question. You're not quite done, but you are very nearly done. How do you see yourself maintaining after the programme? So that's what I would like to find out from Mm. you about the maintenance, because I, so after doing the first round of programme, 
I literally, before I got to the end, I knew I couldn't just stop. I, I, I felt like a new driver almost let loose on the road and I knew that it wasn't time for me to go alone. There were people on the group who did feel comfortable yeah. with it. So uh, like I say, everyone's different. Yeah. But I just knew that I couldn't because I knew I, I would lose it and I needed a bit more hand-holding. Um, and um, as I've gone through this second ACE Transform, I do realise I'm ready yeah. to you know, move on. You're and I've got now. more... I've got more um, control isn't the right word to use, but I've, I know what I'm doing a bit better. And I, you know, I'm a pee plate now, <laughs> not a learner plate. Yeah. Um, but that I do need some kind of accountability still. Yeah. Um, so that's what I want to find yeah, out from you so, guys. Okay. Um, well, so, first of all, I want to say that what's really interesting, and we see this a lot because you're not the only one who does two intakes back to back. And the first one, you're almost uh, um, uh, being trained and you follow along for 12 weeks and you do really well. And as soon as you re- go into the second intake, and we see it all the time, it's almost like you become the trainer. Uh. And when people <laughs> ask questions and me and Charlotte aren't around, you know what the yeah, answer yeah, it's like is. Yeah, like being the madrich. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and that literally makes our hearts melt when we see it. And we're like, right, time to retire, guys. We have another. So that is just, it's amazing to watch the transformation and the, um, you know, the confidence as well the confidence grow Um, in terms of maintenance maintenance, so um, obviously there are options Um, what we like to do is we like to get your final results we'll then calculate your maintenance calories and we give you a bit of a maintenance guide Um, there you can join our Facebook group afterwards where we post daily in there and you can kind of hold yourself accountable Um, it's obviously less um, personal like, um, compared to the WhatsApp group. Um, but you could still post your steps on a daily or weekly basis. Um, you still get, um, we put out recipes and workouts and all sorts of things. So there's definitely ways of keeping in touch. Um, also, keep in touch with us. You know, you can send us every month. You can send us an email and just let us know how you're getting on and, you know, how, you're, um, how the maintenance is going, etc. If you said, I just want one more month, just that bit of accountability and so on. Because ultimately our goal is not to keep taking money from people for the rest of our lives. Ultimately our goal is to be able to, you know, let you out into the big wide world. And at some point you will have to take that little jump. Um, But we love, love hearing, you know, we have a lady who did it about two years ago and she sent us recently an email out the blue just to tell us. She often, yeah, she she emails us quite regularly, just a little update or this time it was a recipe that she um, loves and thought that we might want to put it on our Instagram. Um, And, you know, obviously that's really helpful. Um, Also, hopefully, and this is one of the things that, um, you know, we hopefully pride ourselves on, is that we have given you so much food freedom that going forward with maintenance, actually, what you have to understand is it's not completely dissimilar to when you're on the programme. And actually, although we don't need you tracking and you're not going to be on as little calories as you are because you're no longer on that weight loss journey, um, you're still going to be sticking to very similar foods. And I think if you can get that into your mindset and understand that you can't go back to eating how you were eating and you have to 
you know, stick to these new habits that hopefully you've formed, maybe slightly less rigidly, but still, you know, be buying the same foods you've yeah. been buying, you know, still having your Greek yogurt for a snack, if you're happy to carry on with that, um, then you'll find that actually maintain- maintaining your weight will be really easy. Um, just another thing is that some people um, continue to use my fitness pal. And we encourage people to get off of my fitness pal because actually oh, really? it's not a it's not a nice it's not a way of life. You don't want to. You can if you want. You're looking at me. Yeah, very, yeah. You can. You absolutely <laughs> really? can. But what we always say to people is, as you wean yourself off, right, wean yourself off. Your easiest day to wean yourself off is going to be something like uh, a weekday that looks quite similar. So let's just say it's a day you go into the office and you know what you do the yeah. days you go into the office. Do you really need to track those days? Mm. Will you suddenly go off? track Mm, I don't think so so you start just saying right I'll track five out of seven days and you very slowly wean yourself off because um we don't want people becoming obsessed with my fitness whilst you're using it it's an amazing tool for weight loss now what happens is we still encourage you hi all I am so sorry we are not quite the professional podcasters yet but we had a phone call which interrupted the recording um, and you've missed the last minute um, but thank you for listening and um, so thank you Rebecca for your time today um, I think all of our listeners will find it very helpful understanding what it's like being on the program and um, just a final message from you if someone is thinking about joining the program um, doing the ACE Transform what would you say to them? I would say just jump in um, life is like a moving circle it's like if you want to visualize it, it's like a, a Israeli dancing simple circle. Love it. Um, it just it never stops. Uh, life doesn't stop. No one says when you know you're in a simple as people are dancing in a circle at a simple. People don't stop and say, "Okay, anyone new want to join?" You just sort of <laughs> grab someone else's hands and you join circles. So that's almost what it's like uh, to just just jump in and it doesn't need to be like you both say all the time it doesn't need to be perfect you don't need to be perfect just jump in and try it um I was actually going to do the program you don't know this with a friend Ah. and then she said no no no, it's just too busy a time for me and I'd got to that point where I realized actually is there's never going to be a good time in my head but um because to make it real and to make it part of your life you do need to do it at a busy time of your life and in some ways, it becomes, it makes your life a lot easier because you know what you're having, you know, you, pre- it, you know, sometimes I prepare the day in advance, sometimes I don't, but that little bit of control does make life easier rather than harder. Oh, super. Amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Rebecca. It you've was also just... been a, you know, you've been a star pupil for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, true. It's you true. really have. And you've really, um, you know, taken on everything we've said. And, you know, some people join the program and it's not that they want to catch us out, but they've tried so many different diets that they're almost diet exhausted. And they're kind of a little bit skeptical of what we've got to say. But I think what you've realised is that a lot of it is, is common sense. Yeah. Um, and actually quite it's a real sensible approach we are yeah. not you know crazy um boot camp shouting at you no not we at just all. not at all you're both really encouraging and we want you to find your own way which thank you so much well thank, thank you and thank you for your time rebecca we thank really thank appreciate you. it thank you and i all wish right. you lots of success thank you. you thank you so much bye